Welcome back to Something About Craze. On episode 8, we will be talking about motherless love. Mother's Day is around the corner. Some of us have our mothers with us presently, and some of us have our mothers that are here spiritually. So let's tap into what it is like to experience a mother's love. What does that feel like? And how we show our love in our lifetime that represents our mother. Okay, let's get started. So let's get started. I want to start off by asking my listeners an amazing question. (laughs) What does the word mother mean for you? And I want you to take a minute and just really think about that. That word mother, what does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What do you get from the word mother? And as you think of that, I will share what I get from it. When I think of mother, the word mother, I see white roses and daffodils. I see and feel the taste of amazing Sunday dinners with special birthday gifts that were always memorable. I feel tears in disappointments when she sacrificed so much and I didn't even notice. Humbled by the hard work. When I think the word mother, I think of the word sacrifice. I think of the word dedication. I think of the word grace. My mother to me is the greatest gift that I can ever, ever have had in my life. And I know that she still walks with me. So I just want to pay tribute to her and let her know that I will always love you. And I will always share all of your amazing doings with the world because they needed to know that. So... One thing that I remember about my mother was that she told me the reason that I had to was because I wanted someone to love. And when I look back and I think of it, my mother gave me so much love, I could share with the nation. (laughs) And um, I was an only child for about eight years. And my amazing sister, shout out to Veronica, um, my famous rugby rugby player, she will be. If she's listening to this, know that I'm always so proud of you. And my youngest sister, Angela, which she had when I was 13, that changed my life. Um, she gave us so much, and she always wanted to make sure that we had that bond and sisterhood and my mother showed her love through every way and it could have been even going to the store and I remember 
living in the city in Newark. And, you know, things were very limited for us. And we would go to the video store. This is where, back in the day, you could buy a VHS, rent it out, and, you know, have your Friday night movie. So we were only able to get to, oh, one thing from the store. And me and my sister, um, it was only two of us at the time, uh, my sister Veronica and I were able to get one thing from the store. So I used to always get these orange cupcakes um, with a cream inside of it, and it was 75 cents. It's funny because at the time, I remember, you know, I was like, wow, it's only 75 cents. Like, that's all we could get. But I was just so happy because even if we didn't have every cable channel and our cable was tapped and we could only get one piece of, like, one treat and a special DVD, that was something that she created for us. And I loved it so much because my mom showed me what it was like to enjoy the small things in life that one thing one day will mean will turn into something big. And um, I was able to pass that down to my son. So um, shout out to my mom for that. Um, so in a lot of this, I feel speechless because I can't even put to words the way that my mom showed me love. But what I can't put to words is what it did for me when I was in high school. And we found out that my mom was sick um, after she had my sister. And by the time I was 14, 15, we knew that things weren't looking too good. But we didn't know like how bad it was. She had a disease called scleroderma, And um, basically the body attacking itself, an autoimmune disease. Um, I became her caregiver. Um, my father was there, uh, but uh, I was the one that was just kind of like doing the little things, um, and it meant so much to me anyway because I wouldn't take it back any day. Um, I saw my mom take her last breath in front of me, and even then I felt so much more connected with her. So I promise I'm not going to get all teary-eyed in here. But I can't help it because I can still feel her love, you know. Through high school, I realized that as I'm forgiving myself, and soon next year I'll be 30, um, I've been stuck in a place of not realizing that I was going through a traumatic experience. And I never gave myself grace. My mother was sick, nearly close to dying, and we didn't even know when it was going to happen. She passed away after my first year in college that I actually took off um, so I can take care of her. And um, I didn't want to be away from her. And I have to say... That was the most hardest time in my life, but the best time in my life. It was like a crash course in how to be a woman, how to take care of your sisters, how to love, how to be proud of who you are, how to feel worthy. And it's now that I'm 29, I'm thinking of all the things that I've experienced. And I never really gave gratitude to the idea 
of forgiving myself and realizing that the reason why I wasn't able to do things like my other friends in high school or go as far as I wanted to was because I emotionally and figuratively was stuck in 2006 to 2010 in being a caregiver, you know, trying to figure out how I was going to grieve, how being angry, um, and how all those decisions, right, and all those choices that I made changed everything. To me, having a son, um, a year to date, finding out um, a year on my mom's one year anniversary that I was expecting, and um, all these things that I wanted to be. And I never gave myself time to grieve. And that has been one of the hardest things for me because even if you don't grieve during the time because you don't feel capable of doing it, you don't feel like you have it in you and you suppress it and we do crazy things, we may go and move somewhere like across the country or just start buying things and just taking things to suppress that feeling of the loss that we have to feel in order for us to grow, it will wait for you. It will always show up when you are not expecting. Grieving is important. So this episode is called Motherless Love because I still feel my mother, even though I don't have her here with me, I still feel her love. But how... Do I love myself? And how do I forgive myself for putting myself on this pedestal and realizing that I'm just human? I'm just human. There's nothing extravagant or extraordinary around me that uh, that that made me feel like I had to have this cape on. And I had to rescue my mom and I had to be there for my sisters and I had to be a teenager. But I wanted to have like a bad boy boyfriend and I wanted to hang out with my girls and I wasn't allowed to because I was kind of doing this thing called taking care of my mom and my sisters. But I used to sneak around because I was like, well, I want to have a boyfriend too. I want to have this this time and allowing myself to know that I was just a teenager. I was a child. Right. And I was looking for validation of being seen. Right. Because I felt lost within it all. And the one thing that has grounded me the most is the lessons in the choices that I made. But my son, my son, Tristan Pierre, he has allowed me to have conversations with my mother that I would never experience If I didn't have a child, right? Or I would never want to have if I didn't have a child because because of her, I can say that our love is very similar (laughs) to the one that me and my mom had. And um, I'm proud to say that I'm learning how to forgive myself and learning how to hold space for myself in my sacred space. I found myself sitting in my sacred space and releasing and letting go of all these things that I thought I needed to be because I wanted to impress my mom, my friends, my sisters, 
these titles that I gave myself. But the one thing that I can tell you is people are people. And no matter what you do, we are always just going to be just people. We're human. We're not perfect. We're not superheroes. In someone's eyes, we may be in our children's eyes or in our siblings' eyes or in our partner's eyes. Maybe I, I mean, I really don't know. But what I do know is that you have to give yourself grace and space to heal. And I realized that as I was going on in my life, I kept doing things and creating relationships, holding it at the same value of what love looked like for me when I wanted to be loved like my mom. I wanted someone to love me like my mom, whether it was my friend, my partner, my sisters, my father. Someone had to give it that to me or I didn't want it at all. Or even not being able to ha- have love or to be emotional or intimate because I was scared of losing someone. And how I can make you run away by just telling you all the craziest things that ever happened in my life. Just so you can be like, oh, mm-mm, she is a case of, I don't want that and I gotta go. And not feeling worthy enough because you were afraid to lose another person. So, yeah, that is a little bit about my my transparent uh, conversation and allowing myself to grieve and to let go. But let's take a break. I want you to listen to this poem, and I'll be right back. My mama, how I love you so much. You remind me of the sun and the moon and the universe all put together. You allowed me to love you. You weeded me like a garden. You gave me the strength and the motivation that I could never imagine to have. A mother's love, where she wipes your knee when it scrapes, and she kisses your tears away, and she holds you tight when you have those nightmares. A mother's love. When she tells you that it's going to be okay, even though you don't feel okay. A mother's love is when you can tell your deepest, darkest secrets and you hope she doesn't judge you, but you know that at the end of the day, you will always be her baby. A mother's love is when you can look at the sun and you can feel it shining down and it feels just like her hugs. A mother's love is when you're sipping the tea that gives you all of the benefits, all of that medicinal value. It gives you that hug like old straw. That's a mother's love. See, in my life I could never be the woman that I needed to be without my mother's love. All her tears, all the sweat, all the sacrifice made me the woman that I am today. A mother's love. Without my mother's love, I couldn't wear my crown so high and tight. Because of her, I walk with grace. Because of her, I am grace. A mother's love. A mother's love is someone that tells you no when you need to hear no. But yes, even when it's not all right. A mother's love is when she is your cheerleader. She is your security. She is your everything. And you give back that love. 
A mother's love is to say thank you. Thank you for all that you've ever done for me. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for carrying me the nine months and making sure that I am safe. A mother's love is allowing her to be herself even while she's putting a roof over your head. Giving thanks to the little things and not worrying about the big things. A mother's love is being in the moment and just being still. A mother's love is all about the inner self. It's all about that growth. See, my mother's love wraps around me like a never-ending vine. That plant that just wraps around you and just holds you tight. A mother's love is hearing her heartbeat when I hear mine's. A mother's love is sending her lessons and her vibrations generations down. That's a mother's love. A mother's love is knowing that no matter how far you are, no matter where you go, you always carry her in your heart. That's what a mother's love is to me. All right, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that amazing poem. Fun fact, your girl Grace loves to write poems. So I want you to think of some things that have been showing up for you through this episode. And I want you to write a letter to your mother, whether she's here physically, whether she is not. And she's here spiritually. I would love for you to write a letter to her. And have that conversation with her. Things that you wish you could have said or things that you haven't said. And ask yourself this final question. Am I a representation of my mother's love? What will I add on to make my mother's love even bigger and better when I become a mother. And even for those that are not mothers, what about mothering your nieces, your nephews, your families, your friends, being a teacher, being, we have that mothering spirit, all of these different titles that we have in our lives, right? Where we are, in someone's eyes, their mom, right? That figure. What would be the things that you would add to that? How do you want your mother's love to look like? Think about it. And remember, it is always important to have grace, to be gentle with yourself. Allow yourself the space to just be in the moment. Sometimes when we talk about these things, we get angry. We get upset because it wasn't always as beautiful as I explain it for some people. But I'll tell you this. We have to start the conversation. It's important to advocate for yourself. It's important to ask yourself those those questions because one day you will be a mother. You will have 
that opportunity to give that mothering kind of feeling, even if you won't have a physical child, but know that you are a representation of your ancestors. And if you don't have that relationship with your mother, try to fix it. There's a lot of things that I wish I could have said and asked for, but at 18, I didn't know what I would need to ask at 25 or even at 29. It's now that as I'm growing and becoming this fabulous woman that I am, right? And I say that because I have to believe that, right? That I'm worthy of all the great things that come to me despite not having my mother here. Despite not having her to reassure me that the choices that I made are okay. Losing my mom has put me to a higher level of self-awareness. It has put me in a place of gratitude just recently because for a very long time, I felt numb. But what I do know is that as I continue to keep up this practice of the inner work, I know that my mother will always walk with me. This is your girl, Corey Grace. And remember, there is always something about grace that you can learn. And today, I hope that I gave you something that you can carry with you for a lifetime. Remember, peace, love, and respect.